Icarus, son of Daedalus, Act 4, Scene 1 The Tower of Minos Icarus, Daedalus, below the only window in their cell. Dad, I'm going crazy here. I'm, I'm like, so bored. I'm sorry, son. I, I believe Minos, by imprisoning both of us, believes he is punishing the father more than the son. He knows I can easily endure this confinement, what you call boredom, but he also knows that you cannot. He has shown that he is not above such petty psychological warfare. Yeah, whatever. I suppose. No, don't just suppose whatever. Believe me. Minos loves to see me suffer, and not just physically. He does not let anything arrest either. Anything. Ever. Alright, I got it, Dad. That's between you and him. Me, the only fun I get here is watching the android Talos down below roll by from time to time and launches rocks at strange ships. It's an amusing device, that thing. I am glad it amuses you, but I am sorry I ever built it for Minos. It's so primitive, so annoying in its simplicity, but efficient enough, I suppose. No stranger, not even friendlies, can get close to shore because Talos is always shooting at them. That's a quirk of its design. It's like a rabid animal that can't distinguish friend from foe, which I have to admit has led to some problems for Minos. Even so, I'd rather be him. It. It. At least it's outside, busy doing something, anything. No, you wouldn't, trust me. Maybe you'd be happy for an hour, but Telos has no feelings and not a real brain, just a mechanism. Well, at least he can get out and ramble around. Even if it's just shooting rocks at random. With him, it, uh, it's just go or no go, on or off. That's not so bad. He doesn't have to think. He doesn't have to choose the golden mean or anything. No choice, son, trust me. That is no life of the mind. You know, Dad, sometimes when I look out and see all of Minos's fast ships moored in the harbor, I fantasized drilling big holes in their keels to scuttle them all, and then the two of us could make our escape. Even that would not be enough, son. Minos has more vessels on the other side of the island, you know, just in case. Minos is harsh, petty, and vindictive, but he is definitely not stupid. He has completely prevented our escape by land or by water. You know, if, if we weren't so high up, we could just tunnel our way, tunnel our way out onto the land. Son, that would take years. And we'd tunnel our way out to where, exactly? We'd still be on Crete, and then we'd still have to tunnel under the water as well. Not even I have a solution to that. I know, I know, it's a stupid idea. Not at all, not at all. Now that you mention it, an underground tunnel is an intriguing idea. But but in the meantime, you and me, we're, we're trapped here, like, like forever. Not forever. Don't worry, Icarus. Minos cannot keep us here indefinitely. My gods, I hope you're right. I mean, you usually are, yeah. But tell me again, why does Minos hate you so? I mean, okay, I can get why we're locked up here because we tried to escape the labyrinth, yeah. But why did Minos throw you in the maze in the first place? So it's a real story, Dad, from your own lips. Fair enough, son. You're old enough now, I guess. 
To make a long story short, I secretly helped Pacify get something she desperately wanted. And when Minos found out about it, he punished me by confining me, or us, in the maze. That's not so bad. You helped the queen get what she wanted. Well, in doing so, I helped the queen deceive the king. Uh, what? What do you mean, deceive? You mean cheat on him? How did you help her, and, and with whom? Not with whom. With what? What? What do you mean? Well, a bull is not exactly a whom. That's what I mean. A, a bull? No. I had heard that rumor before, but it's so hard to understand. Why would a great queen want to get with a bull? I just don't get it. Well, she did after all. Where do you think Asterion sprung from? Minotaur? Pacify? All along I thought he was named that as a kind of punishment because Minos had offended Poseidon by not sacrificing the bull from the sea. Nope, not quite. It's called Minos's bull because it's his shame, and it was concealed in the maze to hide it from view. Now do you get it? I... I, I think so. Asterion was hidden from view so that no one would put two and two together and figure out what exactly. That he's the bastard son of Pacify and the bull from the sea? But that's unbelievable. That, that, that's crazy. What a monster. What a scandal for Minos. Precisely. But what I still don't understand is how exactly did you help her? I have a better idea about the coupling from recent experience, but... Experience? Oh, right. That. Well, anyway... One day, Pacify comes to, me, to confess to me an unnatural desire for Poseidon's bull from the sea, which at that time was living the good life among Minos's herd of cattle. An unnatural desire? You mean she wanted to mount her like like a cow? Yes, unfortunately. That must have been truly awkward for you, hearing about the queen's deep and dirty desires. Very unsettling indeed. But she swore that she had no control over the desire and that some god was driving her to it, and it wasn't going to go away on its own. She was desperate and all, and, and Minos wouldn't have to know. And as a slave to her husband, technically, I was under her command as well, and would I just do this thing for her? Weird. Definitely weird. Yes, definitely, but once I stopped focusing on the strangeness of her female desire, I began concentrating on the engineering and the logistics involved. It became just another problem for me. Right, Dad, and then of course you are fine with it. Exactly. You get it. Maybe you are your father's son. Wait, wait. Was there ever a doubt? <laughs> no, no. Icarus, you can relax. But it is true you have more of your mother in you. Her intuition, her vigor, and her joie de vivre. Uh, thank you, Dad. But being your son, I've had many opportunities to see the way you are able to block out all the unpleasantness and focus on the task at hand. You know, you get in your zone... Your world, and it seems like everything else falls away. I admire that, and I, I try to emulate it sometimes. There is some truth to what you describe, I think, but I'm usually unaware of it. Right, because you think there's so much to be done. Well, when you're trying to solve something, there are so many factors to consider, and you have to put them in their place, or they will just overwhelm you. I know, Father. I've seen you. I may not have your gift for invention, but I am fairly observant. Well, yes. Except for that bird shit on your keaton. What? Where? Oh, oh, gross. There. There, well, at least it looks like bird shit. You know, 
No, no, I think I think you're right, Dad. Oh, gross! And it's sticky with a bit of feather in it. Ugh. A feather stuck in bird shit on your collar. Wait a minute. A bird left its mark, but now it's gone. That could be like us. Fly the coop. That's it. That's our ticket out. Bird shit? Our ticket out? What are you raving on about now, Dad? That bird shit's our ticket out of here. Dad, 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 did, did you hear any of what I said about you leaving me behind and hyper-focusing on a problem? You're, you're doing it again. What is it? I, I don't get it. Explain. What's the ticket out of here? Bird shit. I mean, bird stuff mixed with bird feathers. We can make wings. Minos can block the land and sea, but he can't block the air. What? what? We're, we're going to fly? But we're a thousand feet up, Dad. What if we fall? We won't. We won't fail. Okay, you're right. Bird shit it won't hold. It's too watery and won't hold after all. Uh, yeah, stringy and nasty. Not to mention the germs and bacteria. What? What are you talking about? Anyway, we need something tacky. Something that will hold. Um. Um. Mm. Spit? Urine? Those are about the only liquids you got up here. Blood, too, but that won't hold. Um, honey's sticky, but I haven't seen any bees at this elevation. <laughs> Nor have I gotten any letters recently via bird mail. You know, sealed with a kiss from my little... What did you say? Sealed? Sealed, yeah, so... You're a genius, son. And what is it we seal envelopes with? Um, kisses? No. A ring? No, that's just the identifier. Come on, boy. Are you not your father's son? Think hard. Just a little more. Okay. Letters are sealed with... Wax. Yeah, okay, wax. But I said we're not getting any letters sealed with a kiss or wax. But... Here Daedalus indicates the burning candle with his head. But... The guards give us a candle for light. <laughs> a candle burns wax, and if we save enough of it, then we could, uh... Do what? Damn, I lost the thread. Use the wax to attach feathers to our arm, and then flap out of here. I still haven't figured out the rest of it out, but we'll get there. Yeah, I know you will, because you're a genius, duh. I can't hold a candle to your brilliance. Huh, careful, son, or you'll wax sentimental. <laughs> right back at you. Dad, you burned me on that one. <laughs> oh, okay, enough of that. I know this is exciting, but let's not get carried away with ourselves. This will take a long, long time, you know? Gathering the feathers from the birds and trimming and collecting the candle wax. But we have time, and we can do it. I know, and I can finally get out of here. I hope I can help, Dad. Most definitely you can help. In fact, you, being young and not older and more infirm, will do most of the work following my instructions to the letter, of course. To the letter, of course. I know how to follow advice, Dad. Have you forgotten whose son I am? Of course not. This is enthralling. As a father and son team, you and I together will fly this coop and be free of Crete and Minos forever. Freedom from this tower? From Minos? Together? Yes!
Icarus, Act 4, Scene 2. Icarus and Daedalus as above, but with wings at various stages of assembly. Dad, Dad, Dad! Son, son, son! What is it now? The, the wax! What about the wax? It, it, it's spilling all over the place and it's hot so I can't get a hold of it. I keep burning myself. <laughs> yes, son, it's molten. You can't grab it. It's a liquid. Here, corral it with these shards. Easy, Icarus. You can't force it. You have to guide it like lava. Like this. Okay, okay, cool. Okay. Thanks, Dad. Icarus, you especially, but both of us, we must be sparing and applying the wax. We can't afford to spill any of it. If we do, we'll have to scrape it off the floor and reuse it. But then it might get compromised. We can't waste any of it. Same with the feathers and the fabric. Use everything, waste nothing. We can't lose anything because our resources are so limited in this damn tower. I know, I know, Dad. You know, you know. But you are not doing what you know. Look, there, and there. Big blobs of wax on the floor. We'll never get out of here if you're so careless. Icarus gives Daedalus a hateful stare. By Hades, there it is again. That killer look in his eyes. We better get out of here soon. I'm sorry, Icarus, but it's true. The more we have to redo, the longer it will take to escape. Yeah, and the longer I'll have to hear your scolding and advising. I I'm sorry, Dad. I want to get out of here even more than you. Then stop flitting about from thing to thing. Focus on one thing. It's like all your arty projects. You fly back and forth from one to another and never do one completely to the best of your ability. I can't help it if I have a lot of different ideas competing for my attention, can I? Yes, I know, I know, we all do. But you can't think about any of those now. Discipline your mind. One thing. These wings. I know, I know. Really, Dad, I'm trying here. Don't just try, son. Do. Our lives depend on it. I'm depending on you. Trust me, Father. I'm doing the best I can. But you're always telling me what I'm doing wrong. How about telling me what I'm doing right once in a while? Then give me something I can praise, and I will! They separate. Icarus goes back to work, sulking. Okay, Dad, how about this wing attachment? That's good, good, but we need better. Remember... We are not just flying the length of a sheep pasture or crossing a stream. We're flying over water where we cannot touch down and rest. We can't land on water because we, these wings are not designed to shed water, nor are they designed to lift from the surface like waterfowl. I suppose, given time and resources, we could. From my observation of ducks when they take off... Daedalus goes off, thinking on his own. Mm, yes... Angles of attack and incidence, high profile, transform shape to low drag, primary and secondary wings working synergistically to translate lift into thrust, minimal wing loading, wingtip vortices maximizing lift, yeah. Dad, 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 come back to earth, dad. You're doing it again. 
You're leaving behind with all your techno mumbo jumbo. Yes, all right, all right, sorry. Look, son, rising up through the water takes a specifically designed wing and an anatomy which we don't have, not to mention our webbed feet for paddling and takeoff, so we certainly don't want to land in the water. Bottom line, be thorough. Uh, yeah, I get that, Dad. You're always saying that. Careful this, thorough that. Well, not, but not only can we not land on the water, but our wings have to be better than good. They'll be carrying us at that point. Us, not a hollow-boned bird which can rise much more easily with its drag-lift coefficient. Dad, Dad, English? Uh, I mean Greek. And remember, each feather has to be close to the next, almost overlapping so that it can attach to the one next to it. Otherwise, the air will just flow through and you will get no lift. Bottom line again, no lift, no escape. You want to get out of here too, don't you? Oh my god, in the worst way. Yeah, so, so cramped in here, no place to move, and only your voice to hear. But, but, no buts. We need to get this right the first time. Because I assure you, there won't be any second times. Any second chances. We were lucky Pacify helped us escape the labyrinth. Especially as I had forgotten some of my own tricks in there. This time, though, once Minos discovers our escape, he'll do something even more drastic, I fear. Probably hunt us down. Kill us. Oh, Dad, he'd never kill you. As long as he can harvest what's in your head. I don't want to risk that either way. Just be as careful as you can, not so slapdashy with the attachments. Hey, Dad, are there little hooks on these feathers? Yes, on the littlest ones. As I told you before, those little hooks enable the flight feathers to create a block so the air doesn't rush through. Feathers are pretty useless or just ornamental if the air can pass through them all the time. Okay, what do these little feathers do? They seem pretty useless. Ornamental, as you say. Those don't help with flight, per se. But insulate the connection of the quill shaft to the body, so that air doesn't rush through there, either. Yo, Dad! Are we not gonna have tail feathers? Because some peasant girls say they like it when I shake my tail feather. <laughs> Son, I'm sure they do, but no. No tail feathers, ornamental or functional. Our anatomy doesn't enable us to efficiently steer our torso the way birds can. We weren't designed to have tails or, obviously, tail feathers. Okay, okay, Dad, lighten up. I, I didn't need another lecture, I was joking. Not only do we not have the light bones and torso for flight, but our legs are too heavy as well. Ha! <laughs> not, so, not so much you, Dad. You've had birds' legs for some time now, like all old men. <laughs> not... Funny. Wait a minute. I is that what your mother says? Don't, don't take it so seriously, Dad. I was just teasing. Lighten up. Funny. Lighten up. Anyway, that's just an expression for old men's loss of muscle down there. Bird's legs, you know. That sarcopenia will actually be a little help for me, you know. Because the lack of muscle mass is good because muscle is heavy and I don't need much muscle in my legs for flying, do I? Huh. But as I was saying before, our marrow-filled bones, yours and mine, are still too heavy for easy flight, despite, as you say, my bird-like appearance. They are not hollow and light, which means we have to work that much harder to get aloft and stay aloft. Are you listening to me? 
I'd swear you have wax in your ears, boy. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But that's not a bad idea. Then I wouldn't have to listen to him going on and on. In other words, we're not made for flight. I know, Dad. And that's where your inventiveness comes in so handy. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Now, Icarus, these longest feathers are essential. I would prefer them for my set of wings because I need to conserve my energy and soar rather than flap unnecessarily. You, on the other hand, are always... I know, I know. I like to flap, spin, and rise, and soup like a falcon, or better yet, float in one place like a hummingbird. Yes. Uh-huh. Anyway, I've arranged the longest ones together here. They are like a bird's primary feathers, so they need to have the strongest attachments to our arms. They need to be solid when we propel, when we propel ourselves to rise up or go forward. Birds have strong ligaments here for this. All we have is wax and twine. I'm heavier than you, so I need longer primaries for gliding. Either way, we have to use a good amount of wax here, but not too much. On my wings or yours. It has to be just so. I know. I know, Dad. The golden mean. How about this slightly shorter group of feathers? Those medium-length ones there? Yes, like the secondaries on a bird, they won't need as much wax because they're lighter. But they need to overlap thoroughly. See the little hooks again? They're there to provide lift, and so they must be arranged very carefully so you can tilt them to let the air pass over when you glide. Wait, like so? That's good, but even more so. It's tricky because we can't use too much wax because it might crack, and we can't afford to lose any because we don't have that much in the first place. On the other hand, or wing as it were, <laughs> good one, Dad. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. but you can't be too sparing with it, or the feathers will just fall off. Oh, and that would that would definitely not be good, would it, Pops? No, not good. Not good at all. So, yeah, the middle range is best. What a surprise. Can I take a break, Dad? Just a short one if you need it. Icarus has already left and is out of earshot now, but Daedalus hasn't looked up from his work. Too long and you lose your momentum. If you never take a break, you lose your acuity, your creativity. Oh my god. I'm gonna lose my mind if he keeps banging on about finding the balance between things. I tell you, the man could go on for hours about finding the balance and breathing even. Not too much in, not too much out, not too deep, not too shallow, not just the nose, not just the mouth, not just chest, but belly too. It was bad enough learning it for pancreation, but I'm not gonna change him anytime soon, that's obvious. He's pretty set in his ways, and with everyone calling him the great genius Daedalus, that doesn't help matters either. That all just makes him even more full of hot air. <laughs> hot air. Now that's a thought. Maybe we could harness this hot air and float away sometime, like a balloon. Anyway, I need to get out of his earshot once in a while. Wait, earshot? He imitates Daedalus. Do I have wax in my ears? That's it? No, that's it! Wax in my ears! I can't change him, but I can change me, or at least my hearing of him. My ears! That's it! Let me just snag a little of that wax, soften it up, and that should muffle most of his fulsome advice. Well, the words at least. I'll still hear the rhythm of it all. I don't think that will ever go away, given our precious time together. I'm really going to need some of this once we get flying. I can't let him get into my head with all his repetitious advice. 
It's like the first time I heard goats with him. He drove me crazy with his advice. Divide them. Keep them together. Use the crook. Don't hurt them. You're the leader. Work with them. Let the bellwether do the work for you. All that when there's not much to it, really. Hurting. You move, and they move in reaction to you. And this flying gig's pretty simple, too. You push with the wings, and you fly. He fusses and overthinks everything. With this wax, though, I won't have to hear it all over and over. I'll only hear the rhythms of it. And that way I'll know when to nod, you know, give the appearance I'm listening. But I can have my own thoughts without him getting into my head. Yeah, yes, this'll be great. Freedom from Minos and freedom from the sage advice of the great Daedalus. Icarus, Act 4, Scene 3. Icarus and Daedalus as before, but now with wings fully assembled. Icarus has his wings on and is testing them out. Dad, I'm the Birdman! Wow! I can really feel the push when I move my wings. I don't think any air is going through, just like you said. This is amazing! I don't even have to work my arms that hard to pop up off the floor. Yes, part of that pop is the design of the wings. But part of it is that you are young and have strong arms. I know mine will tire if I don't design my wings for maximum efficiency. I know too well that if my arms get tired, you will not be good. No, tired arms, very not good, Dad. But this is progress, because liftoff is the most important part of the journey, as are all beginnings to great journeys. So you've said, yeah. That's primarily because there is no gliding involved in liftoff and so it demands the greatest effort and expenditure of energy. Once we're aloft, though, we can beat our wings and glide, beat and glide, maybe catch some updrafts as gulls do. You've seen them rising up off the shoreline. Yeah, they barely move, but rise up like in a column. It's dope. Dope, right. Okay, I've planned to take advantage of a few of those columns once we're over the shoreline of Crete. But that's further down the road, so to speak. Let's not count our chickens just yet. Whatever, Dad. This is ill. Watch. I can rise. Twist. Easy, son. You don't want to lose any feathers before you've even left this stinking tower. Okay. Hey, hey Dad. I, I know this is a stupid question, but does twisting propel me, or does it slow me down? For the amount of effort you expend, it's not worth it. The propulsion you get is offset by the resistance you generate. So, in other words, it doesn't really speed me up or slow me down. Right, son. It will just sap your strength. That's okay. It's mad fun. Watch! Icarus hops up and spins a few times. Icarus, I am impressed. It's like you were born to this. Now, don't wear yourself out, boy, before we start. Remember, we have to check everything over before we fly out of this room. Everything. Because there's no coming back here. Minos will surely pursue us once he finds out. Let's start with liftoff, obviously the most important, then hovering because you might need it along the journey, and landing too. But that's easy by comparison, and at that point, you've, you've essentially made it. You just want to avoid hurting or killing yourself on landing. Got it, Dad. Don't hurt or kill yourself. Check. All right. So we're going to need a little speed to make takeoff easier. In this room, we barely have a fence length before we reach the window. So, you're going to need to sprint, but with your arms in. Wait, 
Shouldn't I blow up my wings while running like this, Dan? If Curtis demonstrates. No, see, that's the problem. The legs will alternate, so the arms will want to alternate with them. But if you do that, you'll pitch and yaw all over the place, and it's just going to upend you before you even get to the windowsill. And we're going out of small space, so you can't flare out your arms the way you could if we were outside. Uh, okay. Okay, a sprint then, with arms tucked? Yes. Yes, that's it. You lean over to provide a more aerodynamic front. You mean, keep low? Right. And tuck your feathers close to your sides for the same reason. It's only for the length of a fence or two. Good thing it's a sprint, because my legs have gotten pretty weak since we've been locked up here. The excitement will give you that power. Remember? I said, just let those muscles atrophy. Yeah, because we won't use them much once we're airborne. Right. And we certainly won't need the extra muscle weight to carry. We basically just tuck them in and hold them steady. Remember, it's a long way to Sicily. And we can't stop and rest while we're over the sea. I know, I know, you've told me a hundred times. Uh, yes, well, for a reason. Hopefully, you've actually heard one of those tellings through that thick earwax. <laughs> what? Anyway, so when we lift off, you're basically just pushing the air down, so keep your elbows in so you're using your shoulders and back, which are much stronger than your elbows and forearms. Those get tired pretty quickly. Dad, enough already. I've got this. Trust me. Icarus, Acts 4, Scene 4. Icarus and Daedalus, as before, both with wings on and ready to go. Son, we don't want to have to wait another day. This looks like a good one, still, with nary a breeze blowing. It looks perfect, but unlike you, I'm not worried about a little breeze. My arms are stronger. Yes, they are very strong but I still wouldn't risk a gusty wind shearing off my feathers. True, that would be a problem. Losing feathers, falling, not good. For both of us, but there's barely a breeze today. We need to take advantage of it. We're, we're well prepared now. Too well. We could have gone days ago, but we had to check every little thing. You know how to take off and land. We've gone over hovering if you need it. Remember, to glide as much as possible to conserve energy. Yeah, yeah, Dad. Beating glide, beating glide. I'll be glad to get out of here just to not hear that again. No, the most important advice of all. I know, I know. Not too high, not too low. The golden path is how we go. Not too high, I must not fly. Not too low, wet wings don't go. The middle course, son. The middle course. Not bad. You say you know, you know, Icarus. But it bears repeating because you may get overexcited once we get going. The middle course is best, yes. Too high and you may have trouble breathing. The sun will melt the wax in your wings. Too low to the water and you risk the ocean spray wetting your wings and weighing them down, making them useless. Which means you'd be left in the middle of the ocean. Middle course, son. Middle course is best. Yes, Dad, I know, I know. We've gone over this a thousand times, too. So be it. Anything worth knowing is worth repeating. Rare is the man who grasps an idea the first time around. Sometimes the mind is not receptive, and so he must repeat until it becomes embedded, embedded in memory, so that, under duress, we still know it, and more importantly, we can apply it. Dad. Hopefully, 
This advice has become like a muscle that knows what to do without your attention consciously bringing it into play. Dad, Dad, I know it. Cold, Dad. Icarus repeats the little ditty again, mumbling the new words so that Daedalus can't quite hear. A bit too high, I think I'll fly. Or maybe a bit too low, and waves I'll go. Knowing is not necessarily doing. You must not only know this, but apply this. I cannot even imagine the consequences if you don't. I will, Dad, I will. It's become second nature by now. Together, boy. Uh, not too high, I must not fly. Not too low, wet wings don't go. The middle course, son. Middle course. Icarus, Act 4, Scene 5. Icarus and Daedalus, aloft. We've done it, boy! We've done it! Flying closer, touch the end of my wing to yours. Now we can soar like seafaring gulls or frigates. I prefer like sea eagles. The two of us are new to this. We must make gradual progress. We cannot fly yet like the great eagle, though. We must beat our wings faster like lesser birds until we know the updrafts and downdrafts around the island. Follow my lead. But I can already swoop down and up like a falcon or a kite. I can easily catch myself short if I need to. You mustn't waste your energy in all that up and down and left and right. We have a long journey ahead of us. The consequences of exhausting yourself, well... I'm not tired at all, Dad. This is so amazing and it gives me more energy, not less. Just follow my path, Icarus. It will lead us away from Crete and on to freedom. Not too high, not too low. The golden path is how we go. Keep singing it with me, son. I've had enough of singing, Father. I'd rather just fly. Suit yourself, but follow me. He hums to himself as he glides. Not too high, not too low. It's nothing now, that tower below. Meanwhile, Icarus quietly flies off a bit himself. Enjoy your song, father. I have my own little ditty. Your wise counsel grates on me. Away from you I'd rather be. Poor father, farewell. Look at him hugging low like a silly plover. Why not soar high up and enjoy the product of all your hard work, dad? Just a little, just once, just for a moment? The view is incredible from here. No, poor father would rather play it safe like he always does. He would rather err on the side of caution, flying low instead of high. He probably calculates the risk having his wings sprayed is not so bad, where his fall would not be very steep. Now Icarus beats hard to pull out of view. Not soaring high above it all when you have the chance? Not see for miles this prison island of ours, this Crete? That's not really living, is it? Always in fear for your existence, which can be snuffed out so easily, like those candles that supplied our wax. In a way, I'm sorry for Daedalus, but in another way, I'm not. All that advice of his is good for him, or maybe some other son, like the one Mother's carrying now, but not for me. A few more powerful beats bring him up higher. I suppose the old are always like that, though. They have to be so careful lest they squander what little time they have left. But if this is what they're missing, I hope to never grow old. This, this view, the sun, 
the sun warming my strong young arms, the muscles rippling in my chest and shoulders, the heat of the sun, and the views up above the earth. The air is clearer, I think, and lighter, my breathing sharper somehow. Mm -hmm, a bit too high, I think I'll fly, I'd rather live than just get by. Absurd is fear that I would get too close to the sun. It is impossible to get too close to that radiant, life-giving presence in the sky. Besides, Helios' family, he would never hurt. Ah! Ah! By Apollo! Is that molten wax? Ah! Again? Ah! And down to the sea, headlong, plummets Icarus, son of Daedalus.